It's time to hit that rewind button and go back into football seasons back all the way to 1932 and look at college football and who was the top teams, what were the top games, and who was the national championship. All this will be discussed and decided coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the pigskindispatch.com website and Pigskin Dispatch podcast. Welcome to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history, and welcome to another edition of the Football History Rewind. We are in part number 70, working our way year by year through football history, and we are at the college football season of 1932. And wow, what a great season this was. There was a gentleman by the name of Gerald Ford that uh, played for the Michigan Wolverines that year. That's something that we can look back upon, was a U.S. president, uh, and uh, he played uh, pretty, some pretty good football, too, back in the day. We've got a couple specials on him, talked with uh, our friend Timothy P. Brown on one of his tidbit episodes a few Tuesdays ago about Gerald Ford, and you can make sure you check that out at pigskindispatch.com. But before we get into our Football History Rewind segment today on 1932, Let's make sure you're aware of our newsletter. It comes out each and every day, 6.30 a.m. We deliver it for free in your email inbox. There's no obligation. You can cancel at any time. Easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes of this podcast or at pigskindispatch.com to sign up for it. And uh, we have some great items uh, that we'd love to share for you. And one of them is our Football History Rewind series that we go, uh, you know, year by year through the football history. And in 1932... Uh, we had some very interesting happenings going on there. Uh, we go to our friends at the uh, tiptop25.com website, and they talk about some of the great games that were played in 1932. And one of them was University of Pittsburgh in Notre Dame. Now, this game ended up being tremendous. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh was 8-1-2 at the time. Notre Dame 7-2. And, two, and uh, they would have been real close to, uh, for that national title. Uh, the Panthers came in and defeated Notre Dame that day by the score of 12 to nothing. Uh, so Tip Top 25 ends up ranking them ahead of Notre Dame in the polls. Number 6 for Pitt, number 7 for Notre Dame. Uh, Purdue and Tennessee... Well, they had a, a great matchup. 7-0-1 Purdue would uh, likely have been, uh, you know, one of the top teams of you know, the undefeated Tennessee Volunteers, who were had a record of nine wins, zero losses, and one tie going in. And Purdue ended up uh, winning, you know, tw- a lot of the 25 uh, top 25 opponents during their season, more so than Tennessee did. Uh, they end up ranking Purdue number four, Tennessee number five. Uh, Army ends up being number eight, uh, Texas Christian number 10, and Brown University as a number nine team in the rankings. So now that takes us to the big boys, the guys up at the top. 
and you know, there's some very interesting and debatable uh, speculation on who should be the national champions of the uh, 1932 season. There's some interesting factors that uh, happened in that year. Uh, first of all, we had a Michigan team that was just outstanding. They had a tremendous season, uh, had an 8-0 record. Uh, as a matter of fact, they were so good that Park H. Davis, the great historian who would do some rankings back in that era, this is just before he passed, uh, he had Michigan in a virtual tie for the national championship with an undefeated Colgate team who was 9-0. So those were Park Davis's selections. Uh, Michigan was, uh, you know, they were in line to going to the 1932 uh, Rose Bowl game, but the 1933 Rose Bowl game, I'm sorry, but they were unable to go and play in that game because the Big Nine Conference, the predecessor of the Big Ten, would not allow them to play in that game. So the second and third ranked teams at the time, they went in and played. And that was uh, Pittsburgh that we talked about and Southern Cal. Well, we already know that, uh, we already revealed that Pitt was uh, down in the rankings a bit. Uh, Southern Cal came out and just uh, sort of quite handedly defeated Pittsburgh in that game, 35 to nothing in the Rose Bowl. And they ended up you know, getting a, a record of uh, uh, eight, one and two, I believe that year. I'm sorry, eight, eight and oh was Southern Cal, eight, one and two was Pittsburgh. And that propelled them, according to the Helms Foundation, National Championship Foundation, college football researchers, and Park Davis again, he had that three-way tie. They put Southern Cal in the number one spot over Michigan and Colgate with their undefeated seasons. Now, Park Davis uh, three-way tie, tip top 25, says they were shocked about, uh, not because he selected Michigan and Colgate, but because he also selected Southern Cal, the only time he ever designed uh, to select a West Coast team in all the years of Park H. Davis uh, choosing them. So that was kind of shocking to them. Uh, you know, USC ended up having a big victory uh, over Notre Dame that year. Notre Dame uh, got beat by Pitt, got beat by uh, Southern Cal and losing another game that year, kind of un, uh, you know, characteristic of the Fighting Irish, but uh, they did, and uh, Southern Cal ended up uh, taking that uh, national championship, according to many experts. And uh, you know, it was a, a brilliant season that uh, you know came down to a lot of different things. Uh, the Dickinson system, the mathematical system, uh, where they took different aspects of. Uh, the teams uh, with their statistics and winning records and who they played and yada yada complicated math formula well they ended up giving the Michigan Wolverines what was then called the Newt Rockney Memorial Trophy as being the national champions so Michigan didn't go without any awards at all it would have been interesting to have uh, Michigan have played uh, USC in that Rose Bowl game but unfortunately the Big Nine would not let them in there. It would be a few years yet, and uh, that's when you would have the Big Ten champion playing the Pac-10, Pac-12 champion, that Western Coast League, whatever it was called at the time. They changed so many different uh, 
times it was hard to keep track of. And that went on for decades as those two conference champions played each other in a Rose Bowl. That granddaddy of them all. And this would have been one where it really would have been some uh, good times to watch that happen. So that is uh, sort of where we're at there. USC, I think it's kind of undisputed. They're the champs. Michigan might argue that a little bit, uh, but interesting in its history, and it's always debatable, and it's always uh, fun to talk about and listen to. And we're sure glad that you were able to join us for this 1932 uh, look at the season of 1932 for the college football season. And uh, we have some great posts uh, on this uh, football history run part number 70 where we go into, you know, some, a couple of the tip top 25 articles as well as a couple other sources that talk about the 1932 season to have you learn even more about it. And uh, I'm sure glad you joined us today. Hope you join us each and every time we come on and uh, join us each day on pigskindispatch.com as we have some great events coming up and popping up for uh, great football history uh, each and every day of the year and we love to have you share it and read it and uh, look at it follow us on twitter at pigskin dispatch facebook we have the pigskin dispatch page and until next time everybody have a great gridiron day that's all the football history we have today folks join us back tomorrow for more of your football history we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.